Welcome to the Mexico Business Now podcast. This is A View from the Top, an open space for industry experts to share knowledge, information, and expertise on the most relevant topics, events, and happenings on their corresponding sectors. Welcome, everyone, to the newest edition of the Mexico Business Now podcast. I'm your host, Sofia Hanna, and here with us today is Efraín Mendicuti, Head of Global Business Solutions at TikTok Mexico. TikTok is the leading destination for short-term mobile videos. The platform is home for creative expression through videos that create a genuine, inspiring, and joyful experience. Thank you for being here with us, Efraín. It's great to have you. Thank you very much, Sofia. Very happy to be here. We are happy to have you, Efrain. Before we start, we always like to leave some space for the guests to tell us about themselves, introduce their company, and their role within it. Okay, yeah, yeah, of course, sure. So whenever people ask me who Efrain is, I always tell them that uh, Efrain is a very fortunate guy who has been fortunate enough to be part of the generation of professionals that work at the forefront of the digital transformation of the marketing and advertising industry in Mexico and in Latin America. I've been doing this for 27, almost 28 years now. I was very fortunate to be part of the founding team at Google in Mexico back in the early 2000s. I was fortunate enough to launch uh, Twitter in Mexico in 2015, and now I've been very, very fortunate, amazingly fortunate to launch TikTok for Business Operations in Mexico in 2021. And we've been working with the highest of passion and doing a lot of amazing work in the last year and a half with TikTok in Mexico. And um, fortunate enough to be able to serve clients and, and brands and, and agencies and help them with these processes of adopting new platforms to really continue to build their business and reach the right audience and, you know, you keep transforming the business. No? And at the same time, being able to, in parallel to my career in advertising and marketing, I've also followed a path on talent development as well in the industry precisely, you know? so being able to be part of the advertising industry, professional development people, that's been a, a privilege too. Great, Efrain. I love your energy. I think we will have a truly interesting conversation because the role of social media has changed drastically, especially after the quarantine. And you're helping businesses develop this aspect that is very relevant now. So what would you say is the role of TikTok in this sense in Mexico? And what opportunities does it provide to businesses, entertainment and the rest of the users? Thank you. So I love that you use the word entertain because one of the very first things that we have to understand about TikTok is that TikTok is not a social network. TikTok has never wanted to be a social network. We are an entertainment platform. Actually, when you think about it right now, across the world, but in Mexico in particular, TikTok is already within the top three brands in top of mind in brands on entertainment. So when people think about entertainment, they are no longer thinking about the next launch of the next season of their favorite series or the next movie that's going to be on cinema. They're going on TikTok and they're finding a lot of things that are really keen to their own interests. And this is really important. When people go into TikTok, they find an immensely diverse community of people who have many different interests and passions. So, of course, you're going to find people 
dancing. Yeah, <laughs> but not at all all about dancing. Mm. There are people who are really interested in, I don't know, psychotherapy or people who are really interesting on mathematics or nuclear physics or you know, microbiology or marine biology or uh, advertising and marketing and business and fashion and beauty. And, and you're going to find that there's an immense amount of micro community joining together on those very specific interests. And that's amazing because what people finding on the platform is that their interests are special and weird they might think to each of us, that we might think about our own interests. Those really matter because you find a huge community of people who share those interests. And that's amazing. Our purpose as a platform is to inspire creativity and bring joy and think about it. When you use other social platforms, what's the feeling that you're left out when you close that platform? Now think about the feeling that you are left with when you get off TikTok. You're smiling, you're entertained, right? You're surprised. In other words, you're inspired because you've consumed and discovered and shared content that was really practical and important to you, to your interest. And this is really interesting. And this is one of the key differences from any other platforms out there. And one of the reasons why we are not a social network. When you go into a social network, when you use a social network, Sofia, your experience as a user is based on a social graph, right? Mm. Meaning the people who you follow and who they follow and the people who they follow, who follow who, and then who follow you. And everything is based around followers, right? Right. So you, you end up seeing content that might not be of interest to you, but that a follower of your followers of the people who follow the other follower, et cetera, that they like, and thus it's shown in your feed. That's part of the social network. That's the social graph. Now, at TikTok, our experience as users is completely different, and it depends just on our own behavior, meaning what we consume, what we discover, what we say we like, what we share with others, and the content we even create and share with others. And because of that, the machine learning starts understanding our interests. And that's why when you go on TikTok, you start saying, oh, this is really aligned to what I love, mm. what really matters to me, right? So the experience is completely different. Of course. And you mentioned two main topics I like to circle back to, behavior and groups, specifically regarding the opportunities it opens up for businesses. When it comes to groups, we have all sorts, from microbiology to random sandwich making, how can behavior and groups help businesses develop strategies for themselves? Ah, I love your question. I love your question. And this is one of the things that really excites me more about TikTok for business in particular. Think about it. We are always, as businesses, we are always trying to find new ways to reach our clients or our potential clients. People or business people like to call them audiences, right? Like, how can I reach the audience out there? And think about the way that business traditionally have been thinking about reaching audiences in the past. Demographic profiling, right? A, B, C, plus, men, women, between the ages of what and what, and the right? 
at some point, people started going into, let's do psychographics and try to aim with behaviors, not part of the behaviors. But that was always tough, no? Now think about the reality of TikTok today. You do have these micro communities that are built around very specific interests. Interests that your brand might be really aligned with. So Mm -hmm. every brand Sophia has their own communication territories, right? Meaning those territories where they have this moral authority to talk about something. What I'm trying to say is think about, I don't know, a bank, any bank, traditional banking. They have authority to talk about savings, investment, even stock exchange sometimes, no, etc. They cannot really talk about psychotherapy. That's not their territory. Or Montessori education, that's not their territory. Some beverages brands can talk about their territories are fun and family and friends, etc. They cannot really talk about finance. So each brand has their own communication territory. Those territories are aligned with the interest of many micro communities that you find at TikTok. So it's easier to reach your audience by basing your communication and your targeting settings on those interests than just trying to do demographic. And then if you think about it, you can start learning because social media, it's all about listening as well and understanding the people that you're trying to reach, not just about you know outbound communication, but really listening and understanding. And all these communities that I'm talking about are represented on TikTok, are represented by what we call talks, mm-hmm. which are hashtags with the talk at the end, right? So we have book talk. That's one of my favorites, actually. I was just at the field in Guadalajara, in Mexico, but Internacional del Libro. And it was amazing to see so many booths and, and stands with the hashtag book talk, part of their, their, their decoration. Uh, so boot talk, then you have food talk, or you have uh, mountain talk, and you have like so much talk, right? That that are aligned with certain territories or certain interests. So brands can really, you know, can access those and understand how people are talking about those and what are the, let's say, the, the communication codes that they're using within those micro communities. So when you do your communication to reach out to those groups it's even more relevant to them because you're speaking in the same tone and same manner. And that's another difference that TikTok has on end versus any other platform. The value of authenticity, that's mm-hmm. huge. Think about it. Traditionally, we've been taught that in order for a brand or a business to do commercial communication, they have to invest a lot on production values. Advertisers were used to do with spending a lot on TV production. And I remember uh, at some point in my career, I did traditional advertising too. And, and, you know, working with huge studios doing for a 30 second TV spot, you would spend uh, almost the same as a movie. Like it was crazy, right? Mm-hmm. And nowadays, all you have to do is get your phone, go into TikTok and start recording. And the community across TikTok really value that authenticity. Actually, according to a study that Panther did around the world, of all platforms, 
is the platform where all businesses have a more equalized competitive base in terms of advertising, meaning small business and a huge business can reach the same audiences on the same condition. Mm -hmm. And the other thing that's really important is that people feel really safe on the platform using the platform because they value that authenticity and they value that they can be themselves and they don't have to, you know, be posing around special pictures on their vacation or whatnot, right? So that's another thing that's really valuable. A very eye-catching thing now is that companies were used to investing in social media and making perfect-looking posts, but now they must become entertainers and in an authentic way, which is something you can necessarily study for in school or take a course in. How has this adaptation been in your experience for businesses who have approached making content for TikTok? That's a fair question. I agree with you. Like we, School did not teach us to do authenticity, but people are authentic. So it's more a matter of understanding that you don't have to hire James Cameron to produce your TV spot, but rather that you can try to start learning how those communities that you want to reach as a business are communicating amongst themselves. What are the things that they love? How they are interpreting and sharing things that they really care about. And then in your communication, you can still hire a production company, no problem. Mm. But you have to make sure that you're addressing those needs and that you're not trying to impose a concept on audiences, but rather you are being part of the conversation of that community. In Mexico, we just launched our SMB service for TikTok for Business Online. So now every single advertiser of any site can go into tiktokforbusiness.com create their own ad account, create their ads manager, and start running their own ads. And we did a presentation and we had a guest speaker, a couple of guest speakers from a couple of micro SMB in Mexico. And one of them, she's a dog trainer from Peru, and she ended up moving to Mexico permanently because of the traction that her business started getting. She was posting TikToks on tips about how to educate and train your dog or, or what to feed them. And she would bump into someone on a park struggling with their dog and she would approach them and give them a few tips, record those tips, put them on TikTok. And people started following her. And she has, I don't know how many million followers already on that. And people started looking for her to hire her as a trainer. And now she's built this huge business around that because she's She's not doing huge production. He's just talking about what matters to the community of dog owners in a very authentic, very easy way. Yeah, and you just mentioned a new TikTok for business branch, which takes us to part of the role of TikTok is helping and allowing creators to empower themselves and connect with new people. How can these tools translate to helping companies generate new business strategies? I love that you asked that question. So when you think about TikTok, people usually think about organic content. But there is a triad of communications or collaborations that you have to do. You should, as a brand, as an advertiser, as a business, you should be creating organic content, definitely. But at the same time, you should be thinking about doing certain collaborations with some creators on the platform. If you are a large advertiser, I'm pretty sure that you can hire some creators, of course. But if you're a small advertiser, you can do collaborations 
with certain creators. Just a matter of reaching out to them, right? And then the third part of this triad is doing paid media on the platform. And when you do paid media on TikTok for business, when you have your ads manager, you're able to access solutions that go completely across the marketing funnel. So you can do branding on the platform and mm -hmm. reach millions, and you can do mid funnel and create intention and interest, or you can do lower funnel and create traffic or downloads or app usage or you know lead generation. So you have different different solutions completely across the funnel. And you could you, we even have uh, solutions to integrate with CRM platforms for building your database. You no, know? and, and we have an a direct integration with Salesforce, for instance. So when you think about different solutions, let's say you are a new supermarket, you want to do awareness. You have to tell people that you are new to the market, you're a new player, you want everyone, everybody to know you. So you can do upper funnel campaign, driving awareness. And then you can do into that to tell people about certain offers, you know, and, and things that you, you know, talk about the bread and scope of everything that you can buy on your new store. That's bread and scope. That's building intention. But then let's say you, you want to drive traffic to either your online store or to your brick and mortar. So if you want to do brick and mortar and drive traffic to your physical stores, you can do coupons, for instance, you know, and, and you can do a campaign where people download a coupon to their mobile devices and then go into your store and redeem those coupons. Mm -hmm. Or you could do, you know, drive traffic to your online store and do an offer there and just drive traffic directly there. Let's say you're a new, you're launching a new car, you're an automotive brand, you want to launch a new car and you want to do test drive. You can drive traffic to your site, do lead generation, and then you'll be list of prospects and get them to book their best right. One of the things that's really interesting is that you can use uh, pixels, for instance, so that we can track, help you track and build your audience so that you can access those audiences continuously, right? And then let's say you are an online store and you, I don't know, let's say you're a coffee brand. You sell coffee from any part of, I don't know, from Latin America. So you sell coffee from Mexico, Colombia, Brazil, etc., and you have many types of coffee. You can do video shopping ads. What it is is that you have you're running your TikTok on your Instagram. You're talking about let's say you're doing videos on how to prepare the best cappuccino ever, and then on the base of your TikTok, it appears a catalog of solution of product that you're selling, and that catalog is going to be shown. It's dynamic. The dynamic solution is going to show only the types of coffee that, according to the machine learning, because they're understanding your audience, are interesting or appealing to your audience. Something I'd like to ask as a way to begin closing our conversation is, you, Efrain, where do you think social media relationships with companies will go in the future? And what is TikTok expected to look like? Okay, so let me answer the second question first. Where we're heading as TikTok? In the world, but in Mexico in particular, you know, we are growing a lot. We launched in August of 2021 in Mexico. 
and we've grown significantly in the last 18 months. We have huge expectations for the upcoming years in terms of growth. Uh, we're already working very closely with all types of advertisers from the top and largest advertisers in the market to many, the hundreds, thousands even of SMBs already as well. So we have three teams. So we have like the, the key accounts, which are the largest advertisers. We have our mid-market teams and we have our SMB teams. So we are covering everyone. I'm very proud to say that we are able to serve everyone and that's where we're going. What's the relationship of brand with social media platforms? Connecting with people, connecting to their interests. I think that all platforms have their own job to be done. And we as advertisers and business people have to understand the jobs to be done of each platform so that we can use them properly. If we understand what is the job that we are hiring for each of platforms, we can use them more effectively. When people come on TikTok, they want to be inspired. They want to be entertained. They want to feel good. They're discovering content. Now, particularly the younger generation, the famous Generation Z, are using the platform also as a search engine. And they're trying to you know, find very specific things. And they keep discovering. So we at TikTok are very clear on our mission. Inspire creativity, bring joy. Think about this. Imagine mm -hmm. millions, millions of people who are joining TikTok every day and are able, because of the work that we do here, to not only get inspired, but to create their own opportunities and business opportunities. Think about the millions of teachers who can you know, reach out to different people on the platform and continue you know, teaching people across the platform. Or think about the business consultants or dentists or therapists or, you know, and are able to connect with people who are interested in what they have to say and maybe even hire them. For me, that's what inspires me to get up every morning. I really love that. It's a nice perspective to have to look at things. Many people believe social media to be a huge problem, but we have never been more connected and felt a sense of belonging with specific groups. As you mentioned, you might think no other person likes cooking something until you find a micro community that shares your love for it. It's priceless and it's a new level of connectivity. Now, Efrain, if you could give our listeners a piece of advice on how to use social media for business development or something that has helped you through your professional development, what would it be? Cool. So let me combine those three into one that I would have loved for someone to give me many years ago. There to try. Stop waiting. Stop waiting for things to be ideal. Things are never going to be ideal. We keep waiting as people and business people, we keep waiting for conditions to be the best, to mm -hmm. launch something, to do something, to start something. There's never going to be an ideal moment. So take risks to start doing something. If you are afraid of working on any platform, you're not going to get rid of that fear by waiting. The only thing that's going to get you out of that fearful state is moving forward, taking a risk, doing something, one step at a time, 
learn something, try one thing, record one TikTok, put it out there. You cannot expect to be everything to everyone at the same time. So you have to start trying. You have to start learning. So if you do that and you start recording one TikTok, then record the other one. And maybe you will hit the lottery on the first one and have millions of people reaching out to you. It might take longer. It doesn't matter. You have to try. You have to keep working on your brand. Otherwise, you're going to get stuck. That's my best advice. Just move forward and take risks. I like it. And if you could recommend a book or a podcast or any piece of entertainment in general that goes along the lines of our conversation? Oof. Well, if I may, if you allow me the, the, the advertisement, I would recommend my podcast, of course. It's Entre Mentores. You can find it in my personal website, defraimendicuti.com. And you can see it's called Entre Mentores because I get to interview a lot of people who I consider my mentors, people who I really admire. So that's great source of inspiration and, and information. I would recommend on books. There's one amazing book. If you want to understand more about the concept of building communities and building your own tribe, mm -hmm. I would recommend the book Make Noise by Eric Newsom. I would also recommend around the same subject of tribe, Fed Godin's Tribe. That's great. There's another book, The Practice. It's called The Practice. He published it last year by Seth Godin. Really great book. No, there's another amazing book on the, you know thinking about this, and taking risks, making. I'm a bookworm. I have to say, I am a bookworm. So, <laughs> so you're um, on book too. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, of course. Life Scale is uh, another great book by Brian Solis. So those four, I would recommend. Thank you so much, Efrain. Those were all the questions I had prepared for you, but I would like to give you the floor to give one last statement, something you would like our audience to keep in mind after they've listened to the podcast. Thank you. Thank you for that, Sophia. So again, I would just reinforce the concept of taking risks and moving forward, taking one step at a time. When you think about how to advertise on TikTok, stop thinking about you know building the ideal production and campaign, just start doing stuff on the platform. Of course, you should not be doing anything. You have to think about it, that you have to plan and you have to, to do some things right, but try, learn. Mm -hmm. One of the things, the main pieces of advice that we share with our clients is don't make ads, make TikToks. That's what I would close with. Great, Efrain. Thank you so much for coming to our podcast and speaking of all these fascinating subjects. Thank you very much, Sophia. Very happy to be here. And to everyone listening to this newest edition of the Mexico Business Now podcast, go check out Efrain's website and podcast. I'd say go check out TikTok, but if you haven't, that's a bit strange. <laughs> and don't forget to follow us, leave a rating and a review on whichever streaming platform you're using to listen to this podcast. And don't miss out on our audio articles written by experts across all our industries. And we'll see you next Monday with a new View from the Top. <laughs>